Global News has a story out about millions uh, lost in negligence. Potential savings for City of Toronto vehicles, according to the Auditor General, is the headline. And this is uh, regarding the Auditor General's uh, 47-page report. It's going to be reviewed on Friday's Audit Committee uh, meeting at City Hall, which then marks the second phase of her examination of the City of Toronto's Fleet Services Division. They have about 5,000 vehicles and pieces of equipment collectively worth about $330 million. Here to talk about the report and some of the uh, recommendations in it, Stephen Holliday, Deputy Mayor, Councillor Ward 2, Etobicoke Centre, and the Chair of the City's Audit Committee. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks. Good morning, Kelly. Hey, thanks for being here. So what it, it's a 47-page report, and obviously my eyes are on the big story of the day, which is the federal election. But what did we learn from the auditor's report? Well, we learned, we learned a lot, and it seems every time we have an audit a meeting, there's always something important on the agenda, and this is one of the things that we're looking at, uh, worth millions of dollars. So you said it well at the beginning, $330 million is the value of our fleet. It's no small amount of pocket change. And the auditor has told a, a compelling story about a lot of things that we can improve on. Some of them are uh, simple things that Everyone under you know is near and dear to your heart. There's missing equipment. Everyone knows a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy that seems to be able to get government equipment. And I wonder if some of this missing stuff has fallen into those channels. Apparently, there's a zamboni missing. Wow. So, you'd, like you'd think that'd be fairly obvious if your buddy gets you a zamboni somehow. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I did think about it on the weekend. You know, did that Zamboni drive off into the sunset, or is this more something like uh, somebody forgot to fill out the paperwork when they auctioned it off? Any of it's possible, but the auditor's point is um, $1.9 million of, of assets are unaccounted for, and that's a public confidence issue, and that's got, I think, the attention of councillors like me that want to see better controls on the inventory. It's about accountability at the end of the day. So we don't know if these are being sold off on the side or if they're being signed, not being signed for properly or if you know they really are gone it's probably all of the above and i think it's an accumulation over many many years and the auditor tried to make the point that once in a while you need to do a count of equipment and make sure you stay on top of it and that way we can hold the managers that are doing the the counts in their respective areas accountable for missing stuff and if there's a pattern of a problem i mean everyone knows a leaf blower a lawnmower will go missing from time to time but we're yeah it's usually patterns. in your neighbor's garage and you too it's too awkward you don't want to ask for it back that. Well, if somebody knows about that, I want to know about it or call Mm -hmm. our Fraud and Waste Hotline. The auditor talked about a lot of things. Uh, Some of it was uh, a lot of repairs, $2.8 million for something that was called negligence. And, uh, so what are we talking about? We're talking about people that uh, are riding these vehicles too hard. They're treating them like rental cars. And they don't care because it's not their family vehicle. Possibly. Hmm. Um, you know, thing, bad things happen and vehicles get beat up. But uh, but when there's a lot of repairs, the question is, is well, who's eating those bills? At the end of the day, it's the taxpayer. But I think the main theme in this audit is the auditor tries to lay out, we've got an office called the Fleet Services Office, and they are supposed to be strategic in nature, right, looking at the entire fleet. But I see weakness in the relationship between all of their client areas, which are the the parks department, the water department, the transportation services department. And when you don't have a strong system of accountability, you know, you see these types of waste. And um, I think people need to pay attention because we're talking millions of dollars here. Yeah. When we're talking about, I want to just pop back to the missing, the possibility of some missing vehicles here. It's accountability should be quite easy to track. Just throw some GPS trackers on the equipment. Why not? 
Yeah, I think those were some previous recommendations that have come through council, and those are we're starting to see the fruits of that labor. But uh, agreed, um, we want to hold individuals responsible for keeping an eye on this inventory. It's very important. Right. According to the report, you also have some people that although the city has, you know, roadside assistance and it's free, they're only using it about 30 percent of the time. And as a result, we spent about $35,000 in unnecessary towing. Yeah, that's a, that's a training issue, and I think those are one of the ones that I read as a counselor in the report to say, look, we can overcome that easily. Let's get the word out to individuals. Make sure everyone using these vehicles is clear. If something bad happens, call this number, and that leaves some savings along the line. Same, same goes for the warranty. Apparently, we haven't been pressing the limit on all of the warranty claims that we can make when a vehicle breaks down, and my expectation is, is we'll maximize all of that warranty because it's built into the price. Wait, is this because it's too time-consuming for you know employees? to to fill out or you know they've got other things they have to check off their list so they're just not doing this well, my sense is the fleet services is under a lot of pressure to get these vehicles repaired and back out on the road. And that really stems to the last piece that the auditor talked about, which was the degree of planning that's required to buy a new vehicle when you need a new one. And she goes on to say that it can take anywhere from a couple of months to buy a simple vehicle to two years to buy something that is more complex, you know, say something like a garbage compactor where it's a custom-built vehicle. And the lesson in that is that all of these repairs and warranty claims and broken down vehicles, we're ending up paying more than we should. We should sell the vehicle at the right point in time and then buy a new one because that's the cheapest way to do it. But the lack of foresight or the lack of in-depth planning, or I'll go back to accountability, Mm -hmm. um, has causing us to pay more than we should. And that matters when you're talking about 5,000 vehicles. Is there a problem as well with people thinking it's, that's not part of my job description? Well, back to that theme that, you know, you've got the central service of the fleet services office versus the individual areas that say, look, my job is to fix the uh, the hole in the road or fix the pipe. They're not thinking too hard about managing that asset, uh, that vehicle. And I think that's part of it. Everyone has to be part of a system and the accountability has to flow and everyone needs to think strategically about the fleet. And when you add it all up in a, in a city government of this size, it's a material amount of money. So uh, the Governor General gave you a a whack of, or the Auditor General rather, gave you a whack of recommendations to uh, that she'd like to see implemented. And how confident are you that the uh, City Council is going to go ahead and implement some of these? Well, I believe the council will agree with all of this. I wouldn't be surprised if more ideas come forward on how to uh, improve the system. In fact, part of the report is the response from the management team who are responsible for implementing it, mm-hmm. and they've agreed that we need to do all of this. And, you know, the last good important thing that we do at the audit committee is we follow up on this stuff over periods of time. We come back, and part of my audit agenda now is about past audits and seeing how well the improvements have been implemented. And the last final thing that we do is when we find savings, we will take it out of their budget in the following budget cycles once we've determined that they have found those savings. So they don't get to find the money and keep it. We take it away. But a lot of people, see, that's the problem. A lot of people say, well, don't sh- don't don't report that because we'll lose this extra money. Isn't that a fear always when you're dealing with these things? Well, at the end of the day, everyone wants a more efficient public service, and uh, for sure. But I'm talking we, about the people within. We have that Auditor General to help us. Right. She is she is independent from the Toronto Public Service. She reports directly to Council. So she's the check and balance in the system, and we rely on her very much. Is there any? Um, 
is, is there any consequence for what we're finding out in the report here for, you know, millions lost in negligence? Is there is there anybody whose head would roll for dropping the ball, not making sure that we have proper training? Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, I'm going to leave that for the management team. Um, as a counselor, I try not to get into human resource discussions about who may have been doing their job or not. I want to see the controls put in place at a global level. And uh, and really what I want to have is a cultural shift through the organization. I want people to understand that, you know, allowing something to get broken and not caring for it like your own vehicle is a problem. It's a problem systematically. It's worth millions of dollars. And it means that we can do less as a city uh, to look after our citizens. Okay, but if you want to shift in attitude, don't you need some consequences or some changes uh, for people that, you know, treat a vehicle uh, undo- with, with uh, you know, without caring about it, and you know, uh, should they not be held to some sort of consequence? Yeah, that might be a very good discussion to have at the audit committee about how we can put those tools into place. At the end of the day, the different areas like Toronto Water, Parks, and um, Transportation get bills for all of this type of repair that's deemed negligence. Maybe we've got to put them on the spot to say, how much are you spending on this? And you need to look further into it. Um, those are all dollars that are flowing out of your budget to repair these things. Well, Stephen, I really appreciate your time today. Thanks so much for joining us and shedding my, some light. My pleasure. All right. Have a great day. That is Stephen Holliday. He is a deputy mayor and chair of the city's audit committee.